At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sean King on the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope, hope everybody had a happy and a healthy Thanksgiving out there and enjoyed the four football games that we had here on Thanksgiving, three in the NFL and one in college football. Let's welcome in now our very own Wes Reynolds, host of Betting Across America on Saturdays, the Green Zone on Sundays. And Wes, you know, last Saturday you and I talked and uh, I was on SMU against Cincy. You were on Cincy in that spot. Congratulations, you pointed out the right side of that game as since he finally looked like a playoff worthy team in that game, do they continue to look that way here in a, what I think is a dangerous spot against East Carolina on Friday? Yeah. Cincinnati and I were married for about a week, but now we're going to have a separation because I'm going to be <laughs> on Carolina tomorrow. And look, I think Cincinnati's going to win the game, but this is an East Carolina team, Scott, that I think is really playing with house money. And one of the reasons I went against them last week against Navy, and Navy just barely got the cover, but they got the cover nonetheless. East Carolina won on the last second field goal was because East Carolina finally got win number six. And I saw the video of them celebrating in the locker room, which I would expect that they would. And I kind of thought, maybe this club is kind of satisfied. Mike Houston, they got Bill eligible uh, his third year there. Mike Houston, of course, came from James Madison, where he won an FCS title, but thought maybe this club was a little bit happy. 
Now they got the win over Navy, albeit a non-covering win. And now they're playing with house money, I think, Scott, because you've got a Cincinnati team coming in and it's like, hey, we can knock. They're not going to lay down for the conference. It's like we can knock these guys off, number four in the playoff rankings. So we can go ahead and, and make this a special season, knocking off these guys. And I think since uh, East Carolina maybe presents a different challenge than SMU, I was really impressed with Cincinnati in terms of you know, stopping that top 10 passing offense nationally. But I think East Carolina is going to give them a little bit of challenge because Ehlers can run a little bit. Mm-hmm. Morton and not as much of a runner, more of a passer. And I think East Carolina can hang in this game. And if you remember this game last year where Luke Fickle kind of tacked one on at the end, yep. and Houston wasn't very happy about it and let him know about it in the uh, handshake at midfield. So East Carolina, I think, remembers that. I think Cincinnati's going to be in for a tussle tomorrow. Uh, I, listen, it's one of the picks I wrote up for vcin.com. I'm taking the points with East Carolina. They've covered with the exception of that Navy game, uh, they're 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games. I mean, this team is, and you're right, playing with house money. I mean, this is the type of game that these seniors remember for the rest of their lives, P- playing against number four in your home stadium with a chance to upset them and forget about, you know, doing it for the conference. Cincinnati's bouncing to the Big 12. They don't care about the conference. If anything, doing it for the conference would be beating Cincinnati. So I do think uh, East Carolina uh, with the points is the right move here. What other uh, reads do you have for the games coming up on Friday? Yeah, a couple I played, Scott. And look, this can go one of two ways. And I laid it with Iowa State minus 15 over TCU. Actually laid a little bit less than that, but that's the current number. And look, maybe Iowa State put everything that they had into Oklahoma and they're going to have nothing here. But I wonder how much TCU is going to have here. After that big win over Baylor, they pretty much laid down for Oklahoma State, or really Oklahoma State kind of beat them in the submission. And then last week against Kansas, they only win by three, really probably were fortunate to win the game. TCU could still get bowl eligible. There's a lot of these teams, of course, playing tomorrow and Saturday that are five and six and can get bowl eligibility. But I'm not sure how interested TCU is going to be. They've already had a coaching change. They were going to fire Gary Patterson. He says, you know what? Get rid of me now. Mm-hmm. And they, Jerry Kill has been the interim coach. Iowa State, we know, has been a big disappointment this year. They were number seven in the country, if we remember, to start the season after they really laid it on Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl last year. So they had big expectations. They lose to Iowa the second game of the year where they doubled the Hawkeyes in yardage, but unfortunately for them had four turnovers. And just they haven't looked right really all season. So they have been a big disappointment. They're going to go to a middle tier bowl, but they've got like 23 seniors, including seven super seniors, some of whom were in Matt Campbell's first recruiting class. And speaking of Matt Campbell, we're now getting into that point of the season, that annual part of the season, Scott, where it's like, okay, where's Matt Campbell going to be on the coaching carousel? Because we know he's going to be rumored for a bunch of open jobs out there. And there's some decent jobs uh, still open out there in college football. So is this the year where Matt Campbell, finally, what we see is an inevitability, leaves Ames, and maybe this is his last game in Ames. And I think he got an Iowa State team that might be looking to take out its frustrations on a disappointing year, and TCU looks to be a candidate for that. That's a pretty fair point. I kind of really like that uh, going up against TCU and back in Iowa State here. Uh, what about this Washington State-Washington game? You know, Wes, Washington State technically has a chance to go to the Pac-12 title game. 
They do, and and I, that's why I'm surprised to lay in lay in one here, which makes me want to look at the other side and the Washington Huskies, who can't go to a bowl game. And by the way, Washington State's lost several in a row to the Huskies in the Apple Cup, so I think that you're going to get an effort out of here. And that's why I'm looking at the line, and I'm like, okay, why is it one here? Oh, Washington State did get bowl eligible with that win over Arizona last Friday night. So with everything that team has been through, with Nick Rolovich and several of the assistants being dismissed from Wazoo due to not taking the COVID vaccine, everything they've been through, they've kind of managed to really stick it out here and 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 look still very much alive. As you said, I think they would obviously need a lot of help. But Washington, meanwhile, Bob Gregory's the interim. They fired Jimmy Lake. You know, they kind of made up some stuff about, oh, he pushed a player or whatnot. So <laughs> it's like you're finding things because you want to get rid of the guy because he's not winning enough. And and I didn't like really the way Washington handled that. It's like if you want to fire the guy, just be real about it. Be honest and say, hey, he's not winning enough for what our standards are. But you look at UW, one of the things they still do is they still play good defense. They're top 20 in defense in the nation. Uh you know, 69 yards per game superior than what Washington State's defense is. So small dog with the better defense, I'm usually going to look that way. So I'm going to hold my nose a little bit and take the Huskies in the one. How about on Saturday? You know, the Florida-Florida State game is so intriguing because as bad as a season it's been for Florida and obviously, you know, Mullen's gone, they can still get to bowl eligibility with a win. They actually could still go to a bowl game even with five wins, but that's a whole convoluted uh, scenario there. Uh, and Florida State as well could get to that sixth win after an up-and-down season. But, hey, they've won the last couple of games to put themselves into this situation. Yeah, and and when you look at it on the surface, it's like, okay, Florida State, these guys are actually still trying here. You know, they're trying to get to a bowl game. This would be a big deal for Mike Norvell and his guys. But – I'm going to be on the other side and kind of go at the stinky favorite here in the Gators. And it's two and a half. Most places you can lay money line. I still think Florida's got better dudes right now than Florida state. And, you know, maybe, maybe they mail it in. Look, they were down in the first half at one point to Sanford a couple of weeks ago. We know Dan Mullen is out. Maybe the players react to that and be like, Oh, we got, you know, our coach got fired because of our play. Maybe they take pride in that. I know the trends don't really say that they will because Florida's one and three in the last four is a home favorite of less than 10 points. Visitor, this has been a really good series for the road team, seven and two against the number in the last nine. But I still think Florida is just the better team and does have more talent depth. So give me the Gators. Uh, how about a matchup here? I saw that you're on the uh, UL Monroe, Louisiana game. little rival reaction there in Lafayette. Yeah, and UL Monroe under Terry Bowden has actually sprung a couple upsets this year. And look, they're a little bit down on talent. And obviously, ULL, they are going to the Sun Belt Championship game next week. And this is kind of an underrated rivalry down in the bayou. But one of the things you got to look at with some of these teams, Scott, is, and ULL, I think, falls in this category. Billy Napier is going to be mentioned for some big jobs. I would be shocked if he's the coach in Lafayette, Louisiana next year, you're hearing him for maybe Virginia tech or maybe even Florida Mm -hmm. big jobs kind of in those Southern conferences in the ACC and the sec. Meanwhile, Terry Bowden, you know, he's kind of been there, done that. And, you know, for him to still coach, he's going to have to coach at a small program like ULM. And they have pulled some outright upsets this year. 
Meanwhile, the Cajuns, they've got Appalachian State next week in the Sun Belt Championship game. I thought 22 was a little bit high here. ULL, I think, is a little bit inflated off that win over Liberty last week. They beat them 42-14, to 14, but they were plus four in the turnover margin. So I will take the Warhawks here plus the 22. Uh, give me one other game that you're on on Saturday. Yeah, Cal plus seven at UCLA. There's some six and a halves out there as well. UCLA just lowered the boom on USC. Cal actually has two games left. They were the only team to actually have a game canceled due to COVID. They had a bunch of COVID issues against Arizona, which is why they lost 10 to three a few weeks ago. But they got everybody back, all the players and the coaches, including quarterback Chase Garbers. And they went on the road and lowered the boom on Stanford. Cal is four and six. They need to get the six to get bowl eligible. I thought this was a little high for UCLA, who crushed USC last week. Maybe a bit of a flatter spot for the Bruins coming in here against the Golden Bears. Wes, appreciate the conversation as always. We'll talk on Saturday, okay? Yeah, Scott, always a pleasure. There he is, Wes Reynolds. Uh, he's on the Green Zone Point Spread Weekly, uh, betting across America on Saturdays. On Sundays, the Green Zone here on VSIN. Uh, just a great uh, chat when it comes to not just college football, the NFL, all sports, really. Wes is on top of it all. And uh, you follow him on Twitter at Wes Reynolds One. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. I like some of the games that Wes was on. I've already told you that I'm on the Eastern Carolina game plus 14 against Cincinnati. So is Wes. So I feel a little bit better about that. But I'm going to tell you what other college games I'm on coming up next. This is the Nightcap. I'm in for Tim Murray and Sean King here on Thanksgiving night on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Sadenberg back here. It's the nightcap here on VSIN, the sports betting network, taking a look at the college football schedule. For tomorrow and Saturday, I already said that I'm on East Carolina plus the 14 points against Cincinnati. And I'm on a couple of other games. Uh, I'm on Oklahoma plus the points against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma has dominated this series against Oklahoma State. And I think that Oklahoma State has um, a little plays with a little bit of a cushion knowing that they're already in this, they're already in the the title game. They're playing in the Big 12 title. This matchup is to either eliminate Oklahoma and ensure that they play Baylor or to set up a matchup with um, Oklahoma again next week at Jerry's World. Oklahoma is 16-2 and straight up in this series since 2003. The only two times that they've been an underdog Dating back to 1998, they're 2-0, both straight up and against the spread. And it's it's very interesting to see uh, how this plays out. But every time that Oklahoma State has come into this game, as the higher-ranked team, 
So the team with the better record or just the higher ranking when both teams have the same record. Oklahoma's 8-2 and two straight up. 7-3 and three against the spread. Every number points to Oklahoma in this game. I think Oklahoma State, they've been playing great all season long. But in this matchup with Oklahoma, it gets a little, you know, it gets a little bit tighter. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, hesitancy. Um, it's a big spot. It's a spot they're not familiar with. Being the favorite here over Oklahoma, in-state rival. Yeah, they're at home, but I don't think it matters much. Oklahoma's won there. Like I said, Oklahoma's 16-2 and in the last 18 games. Straight up in this series. The spread's at four and a half now. I'm not even asking Oklahoma to win, although I am playing Oklahoma on the money line at plus 160 as well. But just cover. Just cover the spread, which I think they do. So I like uh, Oklahoma in this spot against Oklahoma State, and then we'll see what happens in the Big 12 championship game because I do believe that one loss Oklahoma or one loss Oklahoma State has a really good chance to get into the college football playoff still. Uh, Another game I'm on, and I I went back and forth on this, but I think that Wake Forest is going to lose to Boston College. It's been a, a very fun season for Wake Forest. A very fun season. But they have been playing with fire a lot. You know, the game, 40-37, they win narrowly against Syracuse. The Army game, which, yes, they, they wound up winning and covering easily, but that was back and forth, back and forth, until they scored a couple of late touchdowns. The North Carolina game was not as close as the score. They scored in the final minute to lose by a field goal, but they lost by more than that. NC State was back and forth, back and forth, 45-42. And then losing to Clemson. It just seems like they are, you know, they were primed for that game against Clemson last week. Now, do they bounce back and get a win and lock themselves into the ACC championship game? Or does Boston College continue this incredible run as a home underdog? Because they have done really well in this spot. It's it's a must win for Boston, for, for Wake Forest, right? We know that. Yes, they can still get in with a loss, but if NC State wins, then, um, you know, Wake Forest actually would still be in. NC State would need, you know, need a little bit more help. But Wake Forest is in a great spot here that even with a loss at 6-2, and two, they would, you know, they have the tiebreaker beating NC State, so... Uh, they would be in the ACC championship game. And I guess Clemson still has a shot if NC State and Wake Forest both lose. So Clemson's going to be paying attention to this game, obviously. 
they won, you know, 13. That, that win last week was their 13th straight win over uh, Wake Forest, by the way. I just think that with Wake Forest's defense, as susceptible as they have been, Phil Dracovic and company can score on them. And Boston College has a pretty good defense. Yeah, this is going to be a tough test for them, but a pretty good defense. They're bowl eligible, and they got bowl eligible by, re- by beating Georgia Tech. And that's what kind of concerned me in their spot last week against Florida State is kind of what Wes was talking about with us with East Carolina, where, you know, they celebrated by getting the bowl eligible win. And that's what Boston College did. Boston College beat uh, Georgia Tech. They celebrated. They were thrilled. First time going to a bowl game under Jeff Halfley. Reason for celebration. I get it. Then they lose a close game to Florida State. I think now closing out at home uh, senior day, right? Or, you know, it's the final home game for these seniors. Um, You look at uh, the way that this team has played. I don't know if Phil Dracovic is back next year or not, or if maybe he tries to see what he's going to, you know, be in the NFL draft. I don't know. But um, I think Boston College is a live underdog. I really do. I think they're a live underdog in this spot. Uh, a couple other games that I was thinking about that um, I had circled here on my board as I pull up. Um, I think Syracuse is a live dog as well, in the sticking in the ACC. Syracuse plays against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has already clinched their spot in the ACC championship game. They are now 9-2 on the season, and they will represent the Coastal in the ACC championship game. Syracuse is at home in the Carrier Dome looking for an opportunity to be bowl eligible. Dino Babers, this whole season, fighting for his job. And no one knows what the future holds there at Syracuse, but a win and a bowl game would just mean the world to Dino Babers and could give them confidence to keep him moving along and keep him moving next season. And let's see here. Syracuse is 7-1 and one against the spread against 800 or better opponents in conference. That's what you have here as uh, they are an underdog to Pitt. It's a heavy line, 13. I think this could be a one-possession game. Even if it's a 10-point game, I think Syracuse has the recipe here to cover against Pitt at home. Syracuse had, at one point this season, they were the best team in the country at covering spreads. Uh, The back-to-back losses against Louisville and NC State on the road were very concerning. And those are the two games that kind of blew up their ATS record. But prior to that game, you know, this is a team that was covering almost every week, right? They win against Liberty outright at home. They uh, lose a close, tough game at Florida State. They cover against Wake Forest, losing by three. They cover against Clemson, losing by three. The win at Vatek was tremendous. The win at home against Boston College was huge. And then, yeah, two bad losses on the road to Louisville and NC State. And they were clearly overmatched. But now at home, 
little source of pride. Finish out, get your sixth win, go to a bowl game, save Dino Babers' job. I like Syracuse plus the 13 points. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. The most interesting trends in the NFL coming up next. Which teams fall into those trends and which ones are we totally ignoring? This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Scott Seidenberg back here with you in for Tim and Sean on the nightcap here on Thanksgiving on VEASAN, the sports betting network. There are some interesting trends in the NFL. This season we know has been dominated by the unders. This season we know has been dominated by the underdogs. This season we know has been dominated by the road teams. But what trends really stand out when it comes to betting the NFL here in 2021? The first trend is the teams, and this was popular. It was brought to, uh, you know, I guess social media made this um, uh, on light, uh, you know, brought this to light, and then everyone just took off and ran with it. But the first trend I'll talk about is teams that did not cover the spread last week against teams that did cover the spread last week. And coming into this week, those teams were 41-19-1 against the spread. Well, make it 41-20 and because the Bears were one of those teams that did not cover against a team that did cover in the Lions. So that is NL. But let's take a look at the other matchups. This week, the Panthers at the Dolphins. The Panthers did not cover last week. They lost as a favorite. And they're going up against the Dolphins, a team that did cover last week in their win against the Jets. The Panthers in this spot are a short favorite against the Dolphins, two points on the line. The other game is the Giants against the Eagles. The Eagles covered last week in their victory, another Impressive victory uh, against the New Orleans Saints. And the Giants did not cover against the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Eagles are three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Giants. So do you take the Giants with this trend? Uh, the bet would be the Giants. The bet would be the Panthers. The Jets also qualified. They did not cover last week. The Houston Texans did cover with their outright win. The Jets are currently two-and-a-half-point underdogs in Houston. The Titans did not cover last week when they lost to said Texans, and they're going up against the Patriots, who did cover last week. And so now you have the Titans as a seven-point underdog. You also have the Cleveland Browns, who did not cover in their win against the Lions, against the Baltimore Ravens, who did cover with the line being very short with the whole Lamar Jackson news. They win against the Bears. The Browns are a four-point dog 
in Baltimore. And then the Seahawks against Washington. Washington covered by winning outright. The Seahawks did not cover that game. Essentially a pick em. The Washington football team is a one-point favorite. Again, coming into this week, teams that did not cover last week against teams that did cover last week, 41-19-1, but they are off to an 0-1 start already this week with the Bears not covering against the Lions. How about another extremely profitable trend in the NFL this season? The short road underdog. Underdogs of seven points or less on the road are 51-19 and 19 on the season. Again, underdogs of seven points or less on the road are 51-19 and 19 against the spread. Let's take a look at the games that qualify. The Raiders at the Cowboys, ding, 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 an outright victory for the Raiders against the Cowboys. The Jets at the Texans, two and a half. The Titans at the Pats, now up to seven, would qualify. The Steelers at the Bengals, that would qualify as the Steelers are three and a half point dogs against the Bengals. The Rams at the Packers, to one point. Actually, that line has uh, flipped, I guess. The Rams are the favorite, so uh, that one does not qualify with the Rams being a favorite in that game. The Vikings do qualify, though, as they are short underdogs at the 49ers. The Browns qualify as a short underdog at the Ravens, and then the Seahawks as a short one-point underdog at Washington. What's very interesting about some of these games is that four of them actually qualify in both scenarios, both trends, meaning they are a short underdog on the road of of seven or less, and they are also a team that did not cover last week against a team that did cover last week. You have the Jets at the Texans, Titans at the Patriots, Browns at the Ravens, Seahawks at Washington. Last week, there was only one team that fit in both of these trend categories. A short road underdog that also was a team that did not cover against a team that did. That team that fit both was the Indianapolis Colts plus seven against the Buffalo Bills. They went to Buffalo. They won outright. Not saying it's going to happen again, but it is worth noting that there are four teams that qualify for both of these extremely profitable trends this season. I'll give you the numbers once again. The short road dogs, 51-19 and against the spread this season. The teams that did not cover against the teams that did cover, 41-19-1 against the spread this season. It's also worth uh, keeping an eye on the wind conditions in some of these games on Sunday. The wind conditions when they have 10 or more mile per hour winds okay 10 or more mile per hour winds the unders in those games as we like to call them windy unders 35 and 16 against the number so windy unders are 35 and 16 right now i am seeing a forecast of 10-mile-an-hour winds 
in the Steelers-Bengals game. The Steelers-Bengals game is going to feature right now. I mean, the weather could change. Steelers and Bengals going to feature 10-mile-an-hour winds. The total in that game is at 44 and a half. You have the Packers and Rams. 13-mile-per-hour winds forecasted in that one. The total in the Rams against the Packers at Lambeau is at 47. And the other game that is, oh, here we go, the um, Ravens and the Browns is 10-mile-an-hour winds. Ravens-Browns, that total is at 47 as well. Uh, the only other game that is projected to have high wins is the Colts and the Bucks, but they're playing in a dome, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, some games, there are close to 10-mile-per-hour wins that obviously the weather forecast could change, like Seahawks and Washington. The forecast right now is calling for 8-mile-per-hour wins. Uh, you have, uh, that's about it, yeah. Um, 8-mile-per-hour wins, nothing else is really close. 5, 4, 3, 6. Uh, but keep an eye on this, because windy unders are 35 and 16 this season. So games where the wind is at 10 or more miles per hour, something to keep an eye on. So these are just some extremely profitable trends that have been uh, focused on in the NFL this season. And uh, some of these have been highlighted in Point Spread Weekly, which you can get every single week by being a VEASAN subscriber. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And a lot of these trends have been pointed out. And we talk about them here on the show, whether it's the non-cover versus cover, the short road dogs, or windy unders uh, of 10 or more miles per hour. Uh, I actually like some of these short road dogs, if I'm being honest. You know, I love the Vikings against the 49ers. I love the Steelers against the Bengals. Um, Browns I like against the Ravens. So, and, and these numbers are good, too. It's not just that they're situational spots that fit into this trend but the numbers are also good too i mean you're getting you know steelers Bengals north of a field goal i love it you know browns ravens north of a field goal i love it these tough divisional games and you're getting north of a field goal yeah i'll take it and we've seen in the nfl that home home field advantage is non-existent anymore it's it's a very rare thing there's only a couple of places in the nfl where home field actually matters where home field can come into play and even in the point spread, we're seeing now, and you can talk to bookmakers, they're telling you that home field advantage is worth maybe a half a point, a point. It's not the standard three anymore that it used to just be given out to, to teams. Now, certain places, it still exists, and it is worth maybe more than a point. It is worth a couple of points. Lambeau Field, especially in the cold weather. Uh, Arrowhead, you know, maybe up in Seattle. Uh, playing in Minnesota, actually, is a home field advantage. So there are some places in the NFL where home field does still matter. But traditionally, we're not seeing it matter. It doesn't reflect in the point spread. And we're not seeing it matter when it comes to the outcomes of these games as road teams have done very well this season. And especially, like I said, those short road underdogs, 51-19. and 19, Now 52-19 and 19 with the Raiders. Hard to argue with that. It's VSIM, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an up front price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Murray and Sean King here on the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope everybody had a happy and a healthy Thanksgiving. And now we turn our attention to college football on Friday, college football Saturday, the NFL on Sunday. There's so much good football coming up this weekend. And one of the games that really I am just baffled by, really baffled by, is the point spread in this Iowa Nebraska game. On Friday, it's the final game of the regular season in Lincoln. Nine and two Iowa is a one point underdog at three and eight Nebraska. 
and three and eight Nebraska will not have their quarterback, Adrian Martinez, in this game. So, I don't know who's playing quarterback for Nebraska. Logan Smothers appears to be headed towards his first career start against this Iowa defense. Now, Iowa defense um, has, you know, hasn't really faced anybody or any team that can can pass against them, right? Um, they have had really good numbers all season long. Last week against Illinois was a little bit bizarre because um, they did give up some yardage. But Iowa on the season, you want to talk about defensive numbers. This is a team that only allows 115 rushing yards, 177 passing yards. They allow under 300 yards per game, 16.9 points per game allowed. And without um, Adrian Martinez, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm very confused by this line. And think about this. Iowa, they can still get to the Big Ten championship game. If they win this game, they need Minnesota to upset Wisconsin. And Minnesota's at home. They can upset Wisconsin. No, I don't think it's going to happen, but they can. And I know that offensively, you know, Iowa leaves a lot to be desired, but Scored 33 against Illinois last week. They beat Minnesota 27-22. Yes, the loss to Wisconsin did was, you know, not a good one, especially after Purdue bombed away on them. But they bounced back from those losses, and they are 9-2. And, and just if, 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 if they win and Wisconsin loses, they're going to the Big Ten championship game. I don't know. I just, this probably is a stay away game because of the how crazy that line is when you consider no Adrian Martinez in that game. I'm just very confused by it, and I don't know. I kind of, I, I would love, I would love to, to, to bet on Iowa. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I really don't because I don't even know who's going to be at quarterback for, 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 for Nebraska. But when I saw that line, Especially knowing that Adrian Martinez is not playing, um, I, I don't know. Now you want some trends? Here's some trends. Um, Iowa's zero five in the stats in their last five games, which means they've been out yarded in their last five games. So despite the fact that they have won three of those last five, they've been out yarded in all five. That's usually not a good sign. That usually points to um, a team that's ready to lose when that happens. Nebraska is, uh, let's see, uh, 18-10-1 with revenge. But that's, you know, what does that mean? Because you lost last year. Same thing. Playing with revenge, Nebraska is 3-0 against the spread in this series. Last year, they lost 26-20 to Iowa. And the Hawkeyes in their last, uh, let's see, trying to look for other friends here. Kirk Ferenz, 
Um, five and ten against the spread in weekday games. That's not good. Don't like that. The game is on a Friday, although it feels like a Saturday. Uh, and then, hey, Logan Smothers is known for his speed. So maybe he runs the football more. And uh, Just stay away. That's probably the best advice. I'm, I'm, I'm really talking to myself here, but I'm telling myself to stay away. You know, just, just stay away from this spot. I'll watch it. I'll be very interested, but I think I should keep my money away from this game because it's a, it's a little, little too confusing for me. A little too confusing. But here's what I am on on Friday. Uh, I am on East Carolina plus the 14 points against Cincinnati. Um, I do think that they cover this one. Don't necessarily think they win, but I do think they cover this one. Uh, I like um, also on Friday, Iowa State uh, to cover a big number against TCU. They should win. They should win rather big against uh, TCU. Not sure if I'm going to bet that one, but I do like it. I like NC State over North Carolina. Uh, I think they're more talented than the Tar Heels, and I think that North Carolina is just ready to pack it in and end their season. It's been a very bad season for North Carolina, who came into the year with such high expectations. Uh, I think that NC State will have themselves a nice uh, game with an opportunity to possibly go to the um, ACC championship game. Uh, There is a possibility that that does happen should Wake Forest lose. So if NC State wins and Wake Forest loses, NC State is in the uh, ACC championship game. So I do like NC State over North Carolina. The Apple Cup will be fun to watch. Washington and Washington State. That, to me, might be another stay-away spot because Washington State's only a one-point favorite uh, at Washington. And I do think Washington State is actually the better team right now. So I think that they should be favored by more than one, but I'll stay away from that. Saturday, the big game. Uh, Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. And they're probably going to beat them rather easily. Now, I don't know if it's going to be the result that we saw on uh, last Saturday with Ohio State demolishing Michigan State, but they will win. And I think they do cover. I think it's a double-digit game between Ohio State and Michigan. Um, And then the other big game that I've already bet it. I have Oklahoma. I'm betting them plus the points against Oklahoma State. And I'm taking the money line at plus 160. I think Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State in this game. So I'll go with that and set up the rematch next week in the Big 12 championship game. And then we'll see what Oklahoma could do as the Big 12, in my opinion, still has a chance to make the college football playoff. On your NBA schedule on Friday, it's a full slate of games, I would say highlighted by that Knicks game against the Suns. Now, the Suns have won... 14 straight games, but I actually think the Knicks plus the three points on Friday night is the play. Why do I think that? One, Saints are due. I mean, not the Saints. The Suns are due. This losing, this winning streak is going to come to a close. But more importantly, it's the first night of a back-to-back for Phoenix. And while playing at the world's most famous arena on a Friday night is certainly... Uh, a very appealing game. The following day on Saturday, they will play against the Brooklyn Nets. And that right there is a, you know, a measuring stick game. That's how you determine what type of team you are going to be this season, playing up against the best of the best. 
and playing against the Brooklyn Nets, who despite, you know, an up-and-down start, uh, they're still 14-5. and five. They're the favorites to win the NBA title. They're the favorites to represent the Eastern Conference. I mean, this could be an NBA Finals preview on Saturday night. Now, if you're the, the Suns, how do you handle it? Do you sell out to beat the Knicks on Friday night and then chalk up the game on Saturday night and just be like, all right, second night of the back-to-back, whatever. We lose, we lose. Or do you take it easy a bit on Friday knowing that, hey, we got an NBA Finals preview on Saturday. So I just think the Knicks could be worth a spot here. The Bulls have looked terrible over the past couple of games, but they're playing against the Magic. You got to figure they bounce back with a win. Um, I think that, that they're worth a look here. And the Warriors at home, I mean, who's been playing better than the Warriors right now? 16-2 and two on the season. They're going to be six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Blazers. Maybe don't bet that, don't bet it before the game, but the Warriors have come back from deficits. If they trail in the first half, bet them on the live line because you know they're going to come back and win the game as they've done so many times this season. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Hope everyone out there had a happy and a healthy Thanksgiving. Be careful shopping tomorrow and enjoy the college football and the NBA action on Friday. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.